Hello, hello, hi! Welcome to An Absolute Gag. It's the podcast where I like to talk to people about the moments or performances that left them speechless. I'm Tommy Bullington, and it is going to be Valentine's Day on Sunday, and nobody has reached out to me uh, and asked me what I want, and I am offended. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm used to being alone on Valentine's Day. Very alone. But I... (laughs) But I'll tell you what, I'm not alone right now because, hi, oh, you're here, and I'm so excited, and I can't wait for you to hear today's episode because my guest today, (laughs) I adore this woman. Uh, She is so incredible. Uh, I say in the episode that she has one of my favorite singing voices in the Chicago theater community, and it is true. I adore her voice, and she's so funny. She's so, so funny, and she's just uh, just an all-around incredible talent. She is a, a former podcaster. She used to have a podcast with a good friend of ours, a mutual good friend of ours, uh, Nick Drusbansky, called Kate, Nick and Caitlin's Talent Show. Uh, I believe it's still on uh, in the, the archives and stuff, so you should go back and listen to it, because it was a great podcast, and it was so much fun, and I did an episode, and I loved it, so I had to have her on my show, and she's incredible. I love her. Her name is Caitlin Serza, and her absolute gag... <laughs> oh, boy. Her absolute gag is so good. <laughs> when she said it to me, I just about fell out of my desk chair, and I said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got talk about this because it's such a unique and different gag than what we've talked about before uh that i've talked about with people and it's kind of like ideal like this is another ideal gag where i'm like yeah that's exactly the definition of what i call a gag like this is absolutely that so i'm so excited to be talking about it with her today um boy oh boy what what a month that we survived, and now we're we're just about halfway through February. Are we still here? Are we still surviving? We're almost on a year <laughs> of this bullshit. But most importantly, we are almost a year on February 15th, Monday. We will be Monday of the week of this, uh, this dropping. No, well, the Monday following. Oh boy, I'm recording this way early, <laughs> so. So I'm going through a calendar in my brain. But on February 15th, it is celebrating the gotcha day of Mr. Armand Rene Bullington. That's right. A year with my boy, my sweet baby boy, Armand, uh, who has saved me (laughs) throughout this pandemic and also who has caused so much uh, stress in this pandemic, <laughs> but I love him, and I'm he's he's my best buddy, and he's he's the greatest. If you go to my Instagram at TJ Bull on Instagram, you will see plenty of photos of him. I had an Instagram account for him, Armand the Fabulous, the Fabulous. Yeah, uh, see, I don't use it anymore. I just forgot about it right now, <laughs> but I don't use it because. Um, it's hard, <laughs> you guys. It's, y'all, it is 
Y'all, it is hard to run a pet's Instagram account. Shout out to my dear friend Lauren Paris for running Bruno Bartlett and Carlo Bartlett's <laughs> Instagram. Because, girl, it is hard. And it's also hard running an Instagram account for that and a podcast. So I was like, uh, Armand, I t- people don't want to see me. They want to see you. So I put him on mine. And here he is. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we're celebrating you. We're talking about you. So, uh, so it's a very eventful, it's a very eventful month for me, is what I'm saying. So, and did I get a cat the day after Valentine's Day because I was really going through something? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I 100% did. And, but I don't regret it. <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about our charity focus of the week. Our charity focus of the week brought to us by Caitlin Serza is our old, true uh, friends of the pod. I guess you could say now they're incredible. We've shouted them out a couple of times before, but... They're always worth shouting out all over again because I I love this organization. And it is the Brave Space Alliance. Brave Space Alliance is the first Black-led, trans-led, LGBTQ plus center located on the south side of Chicago, dedicating to creating and providing affirming, culturally competent, for us, by us, resources, programming, and services for LGBTQ plus individuals on the south and west sides of the city. They strive to empower, embolden, and educate each other through mutual aid, knowledge sharing, and the creation of community-sourced resources as they build toward the liberation of all oppressed peoples. Uh, as I mentioned, we shouted them out before. They're incredible. I I give monthly to Brave Space Alliance because I, I firmly believe in their, their mission statement, um, especially... Uh, for the communities that they work for, um, the, you know, the black trans, uh, uh, LGBTQ plus community located on the south and west side of Chicago, uh, they're, they're just an incredible organization. And I'm so happy to be a, um, donator to them. Um, is that what it's called? A donator? I don't know. I'm so proud to be able to uh, help them out uh, with some donations monthly, and uh, they're just, they're they're great. I love Brave Space Alliance. So, if you want to know more about them and want to know how to donate to them, go to their website at www.bravespacealliance.org, and it's all up on the website. Um, it's a great website. It, it lays everything out, um, but uh, they're just they're the best. I, I really, I really just fucking love this organization. They're great. So, Brave Space Alliance, I'm thrilled to shout them out once again as our charity focus of the week. Okay, I've recorded a couple of episodes in a row um, today, and now my stomach is growling, so, like, I don't know if you can hear it on the mic. God, I hope not. <laughs> I will be so embarrassed if I'm listening to the episode and then I'm like, oh, there's my stomach growling. Great. 
But anyway, hey, uh, speaking of summer growling, <laughs> I that segue does not make sense to you right now, and I understand that. Uh, it made sense in my brain because of the topic that Caitlin and I are going to talk about, because this person singing sounds like my stomach growling, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, at the beginning of this episode, let me tell you something. I I I think I think uh me surviving COVID, uh I think my memory is starting to go because I introduced Caitlin and I talk about she was in one of my like a musical in the last few years that I just love. It's like one of my favorite, most recent musicals. Uh, a little show called Head Over Heels. Uh, a queer story told by the songs of the Go-Go's. How can you, how can you not fucking love? <laughs> how can you not fucking love that right there, that pitch? But anyway, uh, she was in the Chicago premiere of the show. And I love this show. I love a lot of stuff where I don't know um, specifics about it. (laughs) And I embarrass the fuck out of myself in front of her when I'm like, she played, and I say, Calliope, instead of Philoclea. Because why would I say? (laughs) And she's like, who? It's good. It's you'll hear it all. Um, I thought about cutting it out, but it's too funny not to. Um, but but she was so good at that show. <laughs> That's what I'll say. And uh, Philoclea. It's a hard name to remember. Okay, give give a girl a break. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I enough enough. I need to. I have to pass this uh, this on to. Uh, the interview because boy oh boy is it it's just so good it's just so fun uh we are silly silly gooses uh gooses geeses uh <laughs> that's a running bit of the podcast is me saying silly gooses <laughs> instead of geese geeses anyway uh, we have a lot of fun. We are just so goofy talking about this uh, this gag. So, enough of me. Let me toss it over to my interview with the amazing Caitlin Serza and her absolute gag. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the pod. This is episode 24, and I'm so excited for my guest. Oh, she's so fabulous. She's an incredible performer that you've seen on the stages around the Chicagoland area, including uh, she was part of the uh, premiere cast of one of my favorite, favorite musicals. I love this musical so much, Head Over Heels. She was part of that. Uh, wait, tell me, which one were you? Calliope? No, Philoclea. Philoclea. Calliope? She's not in that show. <laughs> I totally made it up. Oh. <laughs> wait, say it again. Philoclea. Philoclea. Yeah. That's the one. 
that she has I the never... hard name. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever it's written out, I'm like, who's that? Okay. Mm-hmm. She was in the premier cast of Head Over Heels <laughs> as Philoclea here in Chicago with Co-Candy Productions. And she has one of the most beautiful voices in the world. I seriously, yes, seriously, I'm telling you, I love listening to you sing. It's so beautiful. Please welcome to the pod, Caitlin Sursa! Oh my god, that is such a such a nice thing for you to say. I feel like I haven't I haven't sung in what feels like centuries. So to be reminded that like, oh, I am a good singer. People do enjoy that is like really nice for my heart so thank you (laughs) of course no seriously I just like I've I've had the pleasure of hearing you sing many many times uh including I saw you in college when you were in a production of Lysistrata Jones (gasps) that's right (laughs) yes I was in Lysistrata Jones why did you come see that um because I love that I think it's so stupid and I'd never seen it before and um Cam Turner, uh, your choreographer for that show, was like, girl, come with me to see the show. And I was like, absolutely. I came with Cam Turner and one of our favorite Jones, Liz Bolar. Hi, Liz. We love you. Um, Yes. She's the most supportive Joan. I love her. But she she and I, or or all of us, went to see it. And... (laughs) I, you were just so good. And then Thank you. that show but, was like very, very silly, stupid, <laughs> but it was really, it was really fun to do because nobody had any expectation of what it was going to be or what it should be. Like when I had, I had done rent like the year before and everybody has like their idea of what oh, it sure. should be. But then it was like, Oh, we're doing Lysistrata Jones, a musical nobody knows and has never heard of. So it was kind of like, well, cool. I'll just like do this part. However I yeah. want. Um, yeah. It was really fun. I can't believe you saw that. I can't oh, believe yeah. that. That's so crazy. I, yeah, there, that cast was full of some really outstanding people. <laughs> it so, was. Yeah. A lot of future it. stars in that show. <laughs> yes. And so it was a delight to oh. see. And then when uh, you were in Head Over Heels, um, even though I suck at remembering the character's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you invented a person. She was not in that show. Calliope, <laughs> we don't know what musical she's from. <laughs> she's from some kind of like Christmas show on like a freaking like boardwalk somewhere. <laughs> like one of those like like a um like a navy pier kind of show. That's the kind of Christmas show Calliope oh, is from. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> she's like she's like maybe like hmm I wonder if she's like a toy that came to life that's like a like plays an instrument or something, oh, yes. you know. She's yes. like the conductor. <laughs> and she's a bitch. She's a real bitch. <laughs> we hate Calliope. Calliope's a Christmas bitch. <laughs> no, no, you were Philoclea. And right. uh you just like it's so funny because I um of course being a part of the theater community here, I see a ton of people. And what's uh, what's one of my favorite things is when I forget how much I love a person's voice or a person's skill or something. And then you open your mouth and you sing the first note. And I'm like, that's right. I love Caitlin and I love her voice so, so much. <laughs> and like, 
just kind of, I'm just kind of reminded each time I go see a show, I'm just like, somebody will do something and I'm like, oh yeah, they're great. Oh, we love that. We, we love that. We love a Chicago theater community moment. <laughs> we love it. I remember when I saw you in that show where you played a nurse with the light up sneakers. Oh, sure. What's, what's that show <laughs> a called? New brain. A new a brain. New brain. Yes, I remember that. And I was like, okay, well, he's the star. The show's not a, not about him, but it is about him. <laughs> they gave me light up sneakers, uh-huh. and I was like, how dare you all? <laughs> You're like, now what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to. This is my show. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I love that. Oh, I love that show. I, I love your that. talent just as much as you love my talent. You are so sweet. Oh. You are the best. Hey, how are hey. you doing with mm-hmm. everything considered? Are you, you know, what's up? How's life? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I feel like this week it's been really snowy and yucky outside. So it's yes. made me feel a little sad and just like, I feel like this week in particular, I don't know why. I've just been like reminiscing on good times past and like looking at old photos of when I can see friends and travel. And it just feels like this week, it just feels so much like, Oh my God, we're stuck in this cycle that will never end. Um, But that's just this week, you know, like maybe next week I'll feel great. Um, But yeah, I feel like that's the roller coaster that we're all on. It's just like this week it's normal. And next week it's like very sad. And so, yeah, no, it's good we have things like podcasts, you know, to see our friends and talk to our friends and hear our friends talk to us. So that's really nice. This is actually why I created the podcast is yeah. I force my friends to talk to me. Oh, totally. I mean, it's working. You're it's the first friend I've talked to in like three months. So now, now you are planning for a big event in your life, are you not? Oh my god, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you mean my, my recent, yes, my recent engagement. I'm betrothed. I truly was like, what is, is there gonna be a surprise party for me tonight? Like, what are you talking about? Turn around, everybody's here. Ah! Get out of my house. <laughs> Um, but okay, yes, my I got engaged this past summer. And my betrothed and I have not started wedding planning at all. Um, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not trying to like have an event anytime soon. Yeah, seriously. Um, but we have started like talking about it and like floating the idea a little bit of like, what does it look like to make a guest list and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah. it's not fun. It's like having another job. And I don't even like having one job. So <laughs> <laughs> having another job where I have to decide who gets to come to a party is not fun. Um, so it's been stressful and like thinking about gosh, just thinking about money and like, how does anyone ever have money to plan a wedding? It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. So we avoided like, as much as possible. <laughs> like, don't you wish it could be like the old days where it was like, you know, let's have a wedding outside and the dowry is like a goat. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Take a goat in exchange for me. Have you watched, have you watched Bridgerton at all? So I've watched a total of, 45 minutes of one episode. <laughs> Damn it. I, I know I'm failing, but please t- tell me. Well, about I'll it. just tell say me. there's a part where 
two people get married and I was like, oh, we're going to have like a big event wedding. And their wedding is like 10 people in a church. And I'm like, "Ah, that's the wedding I want. I want that wedding with 10 people in a church. It's like 20 minutes long. And then you have a big party outside. That's the wedding that I want. Um, But I was just like, I was so confused. I was like, what? I thought all these people were like rich as hell. And they just had like 10 people get in Mm -hmm. a church and like, that's it. Um, Mm -hmm. So you'll see that when it comes, but. Okay. That's like I mean, what I that's what I want in my mind. Just with 10 people in a room and we eat a pizza afterwards. That's all. I, oh my god. <laughs> right? That sounds like the perfect wedding. Truly. Yeah. Yeah, just no pressure. Everybody wear jeans. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> great. That's yeah. a great dress code. I yeah. <laughs> a denim wedding. That's what we want. Oh. <laughs> um. I'm dead. You guys, <laughs> you guys come down the aisle looking like Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. Oh from yeah. The VH1 yes. Everyone will be like, "That's special, very That's special." special. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our uh, wedding theme: denim. Oh, de- denim wedding. Denim on the runway. Uh, yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> Nice transition. Thank you. I, I used to host a podcast too. I know. I know. I like you guys invited me on to talk about drag race, mm-hmm. and I had the most fun. And I okay. also like uh that's one of those moments where I was like, I really like doing this. Like I'm like on podcasts before though, right? You were on You Simply Must. I yes. know. Yeah. Yeah. I did an episode of that and or I've done a couple of episodes of that. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, that's where I, I started being like, so I think I'm gonna do a podcast. And of course, like 10 years later, and I'm like, I got one. <laughs> I finally did it. But no. Mm-hmm. We talked about Drag Race because you are a huge fan as well. Oh, huge fan. Give me your thoughts about the season. How are you feeling? Well, first of all, I was really upset with the way it started. Like, pitting the girls against each other like that. Yes. And then having, like, the the A team and the B team as they crowned themselves, like, I just didn't, I just didn't like that vibe. At first I was like, is this a COVID thing? Because if it is, just say that that's what it is. Yeah. And if not, like, I don't know. I know that they've done that before where they've had, like, multiple, um, not previews, what's it called? Where the Premiere. Premiere, that's right. Yeah. Like, I know they did that on season six. They split up mm-hmm. the girls. Um, and I think they've done it before where they, like, like I understand, but I just didn't like the way they did it. Just, it just really turned me off. And we watched like 27 lip syncs in a row. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Too much. There were too many lip syncs that first episode. I was like, Uh boy, I'm tired. Yeah. There's a rumor that there was supposed to be a 14th queen. (gasps) And that's why that last group was three. Who and was it supposed to be? Do I we know? No, I don't know. Did they, not, they didn't pass their COVID tests? Uh, no, they. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh it's tea. Uh, so, so, word is that it's a New York queen um, oh. who flew out and had already been cast and everything. And they flew out. And then in researching, and making sure, because after season 12, I think the process of 
double checking is intense. Right. And rumor is that this person uh, used to do this bit at their shows where they would take uh, audience members' phone, usually a male, mm-hmm. and airdrop uh, a photo from them to other people's phones in the whole uh, in uh-huh. the whole theater, which is whatever. But mainly, they were nudes always, and uh, so it was just like it was just. I guess they were just like yeah. They were like, oh, we don't like this. And you don't so, want to take our chances with that one. No. Oh, wow. No. So uh, they didn't They didn't get to do the show, but I think they were out in LA at least for a little bit. Wow. <laughs> okay, so they waited until they got to LA for them to be like, wait, let's let's double check all of our background <laughs> checks really quick. Just make sure, like, please feel confident in the work we did. Let's double check now that she's here. Like, what? <laughs> I know. I know. That's the craziest part about it is that I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to figure out the timeline. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if they started filming. Like, when did this happen? And, like, with the sharing pie thing, I'm like, where did that all happen? So, yeah, I think they're just, like, super cautious now, which yeah. great. But also, like, but... It, it made for a chaotic first episode. It really did. And now I just like, I just don't like the idea that like, there's this rivalry between them, you know, when yeah. like the whole, I, I, I kind of understood why they might've done it. Cause RuPaul was like, nobody's a loser. And like all these first Queens that have gone home have gone on to do great things. I kind of understood that sort of like, thesis where it was like this is what the show is about this season is that everybody's good nobody's bad yeah and like even if you do a bad lip sync you're still in the competition you can still like do your thing like i kind of got it but yeah i just didn't i just didn't like it it made me it made me tense as a viewer when i like to watch drag race and be like uh, just watch it for entertainment i was like okay i'm stressed i'm concerned about all these girls and like their poor like feelings and what they're gonna do and, and i don't know what's gonna happen next so it was just a little more stressful than i wanted it to be but I overall that. i think it's a great great group i think they're oh, all like so talented so <laughs> yeah i just am like Oh my god! I don't want any of them to go home because I like them all so much. I know. Even this past week, like I just was like, oh, Kamora's so charming and adorable. And oh my gosh, so just the stunning. most yeah. <laughs> dragon dress. Oh, uh, I tweeted this, and it's the goddamn truth. If I ever get kicked off of a show, some reality show, mm-hmm. may I look a quarter? of as gorgeous as she looked oh yeah that's the way you leave a show is Mm -hmm. you're like stunning and you look perfect she was gorgeous and uh but yeah the whole cast is incredible but Mm -hmm. who would you say is your like favorite so far well i think simone is gonna win just straight up. I think she's the winner. I think she knows it. I think everybody else knows it. And they're happy to be along for the ride. And I, and I love her. I do. But I oh, yeah. also, I have been a fan of Rosé's for so long. Same. same. I, years and years I've been a fan of hers. Like on Instagram, like I just love her. Um, yeah. And I hope she does well. I hope she doesn't get that like jam syndrome of like trying to do the most all the time. Yeah. Um, 
but I just, I just love her. And so I hope she does well. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, I know her. And like, I knew her before she was on the show. So like, <laughs> I want her to do good. Um, so she was kind of my favorite just by default. And I feel like if I was a drag queen, <laughs> that's the kind of drag queen I would be is like yes. really, really strong singer. Uh-huh. Um, and like can sell an acting challenge, maybe not the best like fashion moments, but yes. just like a performer. I feel <laughs> like there haven't been like singers, like real yeah. singer singers on Drag Race. So I feel like she's the kind of drag queen I would be, you know? It's it's wild. She is so good. I love all of Stephanie's child. Oh, I think it's just, they're so great. And yeah. so I'm really excited to see what happens hopefully next season Laguna Blue Laguna the Blue, other yeah. comes on because I would love her to be on. She's mm-hmm. incredible. She's, She's so great. good. But Rose is kind of my speaking of Jan though, she yeah. is tied into our topic today. And I'm wondering yeah. <laughs> if you know why, but maybe we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to hear. <laughs> but, but so, uh, so that's a great transition. So we, uh, we're obsessed with Drag Race. We got that covered. I need, like, everybody, when I bring somebody on, it's either Drag Race or Bravo that I need to talk about <laughs> like, oh, yeah. immediately. Got a dish. Oh, before we move on, though, who's yeah. your, who's your favorite? Oh, it's Simone's Drag Race. It's like this season is just Simone's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal: like I, I, I was obsessed with her in her Meet the Queens, and I was like, Mm -hmm. this, this is a star. Like, there's just something. But then, like seeing her in action and seeing her do what she does, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh, you are like incredible. Like she's so good, and. The runway from this week with the do rag mm-hmm. that went all the way back. Like, I mean, that train, that train look is iconic. Like yeah. that'll go down in history. I mean, it's all so of her cool. looks so far have just yeah. been like, oh, whoa. <laughs> she is just so great. And she does have that thing, that like aura, that essence, that like magnetic force field, whatever it is yeah. you want to call it. Like she just walks in the room and you're like, oh, you, okay, you're the star. And she, yeah. it's not like she's like, I'm a star. It's just, she's like, I'm a star, you know? You, then- you know <laughs> it's interesting because you bring up a really good point about her that I haven't thought or that I've been thinking about, which is she is confident, but like not obnoxious about it. Like, yeah. like when she wins, she's like, I did do really good. This was great. You know, like she acknowledges it, but you're not like, Oh God, Jesus. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm glad that you know you're a star. <laughs> it's not like, like who's um, like, like Courtney act a little bit. Like when she was yes. on, she was like, I'm the best and I know yeah. I'm the best. And so I'm the best and I don't have to change or do anything different. Cause I'm the best. And it was like very annoying after a while. Yes. It was yeah. like, you are good, but you know, you're good. And that's annoying. Whereas with yeah. Simone, she's just like, I'm the best I'm at what I do. And that's fine. And you're like, Oh my God. Yes. You are. <laughs> She's incredible. She just yeah. Has it. yeah. It's it's Simone's drag race. I'm really excited to mm-hmm. see uh what happens with Got Mick a little bit further yeah. down the line. And mm-hmm. I think Rose is a definitely a um kind of under the radar right now. I think we're gonna see some challenges coming up where 
maybe she Sometimes. like really shines. Yeah. Um, but I but I'm also thrilled beyond belief that Chicago was just so well represented this mm-hmm. season because that Denali lip sync is yeah. wild. <laughs> Wild. Have you had you ever seen her perform in person? You have. Yes. Yeah. I saw her. So she was the she was part of like the last drag show I saw before <gasps> the world shut down. Oh wow. Truly. Yeah. She did um she did Once Upon a December from <gasps> From Anastasia? The movie or the musical? The movie. Wow. And so she comes out in this like gorgeous gown mm-hmm. and she has these two dancers with her, these men in, in Texas and she's all gorgeous and stuff. And then at the moment where it's like, my memories and mm-hmm. then everybody sings, they rip off the gown and she's in a chandelier. She, oh. <laughs> so what? she's one of the chandeliers. <laughs> like, oh my she's God. Incredible. I also saw her like at the meeting house in Andersonville one day, like for brunch. And right by um, my house. I live right near oh, there. Yeah. Oh my God. I actually really love that place. I love going there. But she did um she did a trick that I think hopefully we'll see, but she did the the flip and the wig falls off, but it's another wig in the middle of the flip. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> like just, <laughs> So, so yes, but I'm obsessed with it. So wow. I'm, I'm glad that she has had such a great showing in such a, mm-hmm. such a short amount of time so far. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Chicago. So me too. Yay. Oh okay, Lynn, I have yeah. a very important question. Yes. What is your absolute gag? My absolute gag is when Fergie sang the national anthem at some basketball game in February 2018. It was the NBA All Stars game. Nobody cares what game it was. No. Oh my God. All I remember is the song. This is truly one of my favorite topics that somebody has chosen so far. Oh. This is so good because I encourage people, I say, either good, bad, or just plain bananas. Mm-hmm. And you have brought me a full on, like. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. What is it specifically about that performance that just totally gags you? I think it was the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yes, that's bottom line, the audacity of Fergie <laughs> to sing it like that. But I think like bottom line, it's like the national anthem is not a good song, right? No. And it's yeah. hard too, it's a hard song to sing. It's not a good song. And I think, gosh, to just think that you can do it differently, to think that you can do it in a new, exciting way is just big mistake. Huge. <laughs> like you, you just got to sing it the way it's written. Pick a good key 
sing it that way. You can't try to like make it jazzy. I took a bunch of notes when I, I watched the video like five times today. Um, and I am changed and not the same person. But it's just, it's, I think that is the thing that stood out to me when I first saw it. I don't mm-hmm. remember where I was, but it was probably like on my phone or something because yeah. it was freaking viral. But yeah. I, that was the thing that stood out to me right away was just like, I can't believe she thinks she's good enough to do this, to this song, you know? So that's where it starts for me of where I was gagged was like, Fergie? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're Fergie. You're, <laughs> you know, like there have been so many regular versions of the Star Spangled Banner. Of course, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston is like number one best. best. And she just she just sang it straight, basically. You she know? did. Like and like she would she added Whitney can't sing without being Whitney and mm-hmm. having her characteristics in there. And so there's like a flavor to it, but it is pretty straightforward. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it is just the most successful one. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like all you have to, even Gaga recently at the inauguration. Yeah. Like very regular and straight. And like, yeah, when I watched that. I was like, okay, Gaga is the only person that has ever like acted. <laughs> Banner, like she was acting, but she just sang it like pretty straight, you know. And that, yeah, that's all you have to do. You're going mm-hmm. to an event where people don't care about the Star Spangled Banner, you know, they no. didn't go to this event to hear you sing it, no, so yeah. you just need to be forgettable, which is yeah. just singing it regularly. Because if you try to do something crazy like Fergie did, and what she did was crazy, it was if you try to do that, crazy. it's gonna be bad, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Uh, it was just like watching it again today. I was just like, wow, this really was a moment, a really viral moment for all of us. I think everybody saw that video and it's just yeah, really embarrassing for her. <laughs> I think it was wild. Also, I think, I mean, this is Fergie who has already gone kind of viral for, do you remember the photo where like, she like wet her pants? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Poor Fergie. Was that before this? That was before she said. Oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So she had already gone viral before, but holy shit. I mean, I, it's just like, you're so right. The audacity to like just do that. And also, again, as you mentioned, at an event where people don't care. Mm-hmm. about how it sounds or what's happening. Yeah, they you know? just want it to be over so they can watch the thing that they came to see. They don't yeah. want to see a new version of the Star Spangled Banner, Fergie! <laughs> Which is why, uh, <laughs> not to get too political here, but mm-hmm. that is why it drives me nuts when they throw such a big fit about people like kneeling during it or something. I just, I'm like, oh bitch, you were getting a hot dog at the concession stand during it. I don't want to yeah. hear from you. <laughs> I was reflecting on this same thing when I was watching this video. I was like, why do we even include it at basketball games? What does that have to do with sports? I don't get it. Nothing. And it's like, 
it's it's just a fucking xenophobic, xenophobic like outlook that we have mm-hmm. as a country where we have to pee on something before it starts to be like this is American and like so crazy. I was just like, why do we? Why before baseball games? Why before? Why before a sporting event? Why? What does that have to do with the national anthem? Like it yeah. has sports should have no like. Uh, I don't want to say political, but it's not like it's like a military event or something no. that is like about America. It's no, just, like, it makes it's not, sense. It's not the inauguration. Right, <laughs> yes. That is the only situation where you're like, fine, I'll listen to someone sing this song. But if you go to a basketball game, like, stop, who cares? I just. I usually go to the bathroom during it because I'm like, I need to like, I need to go before anything starts because I don't want to go during the event. Right, so, right, right. And so people think they have to listen to the Star Spangled yeah. Banner because of yeah. patriotism. So that's yeah. a perfect bathroom time. Although I bet the person in the bathroom during Fergie's national anthem really regretted it because yeah, they missed out. I, <laughs> I just pictured this random this random person on a toilet just being like, what was that? <laughs> like, what were those distant drums? <laughs> oh my god, the drums. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's okay, so when it starts, if we, you know, yes. want to break it down a little bit, it starts with these like weird drum things, right? Almost yes. like, you know, when they have the little like dusty thing that they hit the drum with that makes it like psh- as opposed yes. to like a drum beat. It's like that kind of drum sound, which is nothing. nothing. And then she just starts singing and is immediately flat. Immediately flat. Yes. And it's just like, oh God, where is this going to go? And I saw, I mean, I remember seeing things that were like, people were trying to add accompaniment to it and were trying to be like, she just, she tried to do it jazzy and acapella and that just sounds weird. And like they would try to add their own accompaniment in behind it. Have you seen those videos or like yeah. heard that? And then it's yes. like, guys, don't make excuses for this. <laughs> you can't make it work. You can't make it sound good. You can't. She did this, she did this to herself. We. Mm-hmm. It's like. <laughs> it's like when uh, one of my siblings, when my nieces or nephews like fall down and they start crying or something, and yeah. you go to like help them up and the mm-hmm. parents are like no 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 don't look at them they, they have to learn they mm-hmm. have to learn that this hurts or that like we have to let her learn <laughs> like, we do we, we have to let fergie learn that first of all she's not a good singer <laughs> secondly uh, a bad singer should never sing acapella <laughs> like, don't like don't sing that song without music behind it because yeah you can't find a note from a whisper drum Mm -hmm. (laughs) find a note totally and the other thing about the star spangled banner is that it's just if it if you don't keep it moving it will just drag on forever you know and so that's the other thing about this song is that she just it's just dragged out for a very long time and bad so (laughs) if it was bad and fast like it wouldn't be as impactful but it's bad and slow yes you know and it's just like oh my god it's so uncomfortable to watch yeah but you also can't stop watching it (laughs) you know crazy i like and i i think my favorite part of the whole thing is just like the 
the pan over the players because oh. like how dare they do that to them? <laughs> I know. You can tell they're just like, oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and they're not playing anything serious. Like the all-star mm-hmm. game is not like serious at all. They're just going to play and like show off that they're millionaires who can do. Oh, it's cool just stuff. for fun that game? <laughs> yeah. Like it's oh. nothing serious. It really isn't. <laughs> but yes, the the panning to the players is rude honestly on all accounts but it's also the the building of the way that they pan so they pan to them first and you kind of don't get a read on anyone at first like I forget who the first couple players are but it's like okay they're just like listening and then it it you see more of Fergie and then it goes back to the players and at one point you see LeBron James and he is the first one that has a little bit of like this is bad. Like just a little bit. And then they pan to chance the rapper in the audience. And he is full on laughing. Like he's not even hiding it. Oh my gosh. And then it goes back to Fergie. And then there's this part, like right at the end where she takes a big pause right before. Um, Oh, it's, it's right after um, the land of the free. And she takes like a big, a big pause. And then it pans to one of the other players and he's laughing. And then you hear the audience laugh. Yeah. It's like very, it's like very faint, but you can hear them laughing. And then she finishes it off with, and the home of the brain. <laughs> So all the cuts that they make to the people that are not Fergie, that tells a story on its own. The the story of wonderment and um, anguish and then finally joy and laughter. So it's like, it really, (laughs) you could just watch those reaction videos and be like, I know. Um, so wild it's so wild it's so crazy that that was something we lived through and saw in real time if if we got through that we can get through this pandemic i'll tell you (laughs) yes this pandemic is very much like fergie's national anthem you know there's a lot of (laughs) a lot of funny things a lot of very serious transitions (laughs) You know, like, America looks stupid. So, <laughs> so that's a perfect, a perfect metaphor. It is. It is. Oh. Fergie's a walking coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh it's boy. So crazy. <laughs> and I think, like, part of the audacity that mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy is there's a glimmer in her eye that she really fucking nailed this. Oh, like, she she killed it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like... She's so uh, satisfied with herself. Oh, she's so she thinks satisfied. She sounds so good. She thinks she sounds so good. All of the... I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite vowel that she gets wrong? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> The O, even an O, she gets wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. It that's a that was a really big move when she pulled that one out. Uh, like that was one of the. It's <laughs> that moment specifically is where it 
hurts even more. Like it's like oh. like the wound is open and that sound is like salt. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what is your favorite vowel? Oh my gosh. I uh, I mean right away she's like not singing any good vowels. No. I I don't know if I have a favorite vowel, but my favorite word that she gets wrong is when she says gave proof through the night like doesn't even close off that proof like and she's like doing these things with her hands <laughs> that's another part that's really fun about the video is that she's using her hands to like give you give you vowels give you consonants give you like all the other like it's just oh my god her hands that that proof through the night like oh my god it's so funny she tried to like syncopate it or something uh-huh. and like, oh no <laughs> yeah like and also like who signed off on this you know because i understand yeah. like they have some artistic license a little bit but isn't there some kind of like coordinator or like event looker over someone that's like i gotta make sure i know what's going on that like heard her version of it you know like they had to do a mic check didn't they do a mic check (laughs) surely there was a sound check and surely she sang then and people were like oh no like come on yeah i that's the other thing is like was no one did no one like ask to hear her version or like kind of sit with her and think about what it is that she wanted because i'm not sure what she wanted like is it jazz is it like fake Amy Winehouse kind of like yeah. thing going on. Like what? I don't understand what she was going for. Yeah, it was but like maybe that was the point. Actually, I don't know because we're still was, talking about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like mm-hmm. it is one of those questions of like, <laughs> well, is if we're talking about it, so mm-hmm. was it successful? I think it was. <laughs> like, yeah, people still talk about it and still like. I mean, it is. It is an iconic pop culture moment now. Oh, like, yeah. It's just wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, um, uh, oh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. I wrote so many notes about, yes. like, oh, yes. my God. What's, what's something on there that uh, that you would have pointed out? Um. Oh, I can't believe we haven't even touched on this yet. After she sings the final note, she goes, let's play some basketball. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to know, was that planned? Or was she feeling like she had lost the audience at that point and really wanted to get them back on her side? Or was she like, I crushed this so hard. I'm going to keep saying something, you know? Sorry, that was my alarm. Um, But yeah, like that, that button. Let's play some basketball. (laughs) It's just like, whoa, okay. Um, What a like not cool thing to yell at. Super, super lame thing to say. (laughs) Like only a a musician would say that. (laughs) To some athletes about to play basketball. (laughs) It's like so like uh 
I th- I think for me she does that because she wants to convince everyone mm-hmm. that she had fun. Like the, yeah, had okay. Fun. Like, hey guys, yeah. wasn't this fun? You know, and everybody's like, it was bad, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Well, I mean, maybe she's kind of like going off what you said about the all-star game, how it's just like a fun thing. I didn't know that, but it's just like a fun basketball time. Maybe that was her, you know, just general approach to the vibe. She was like, this is fun for everyone. I'm going to have fun and I'm going to tell everyone we're having fun. Let's play some basketball. (laughs) I I just like, there's no way in hell that like, I do think it was improvised. <laughs> you do, you do. Okay. I kind of thought so too, that yeah. she was just like feeling whatever it was that she was feeling and that propelled her to say, yeah. let's play some basketball. There's also a thing of maybe she maybe she said it to prevent any booing happening. <laughs> like, Ooh. Okay. Like, I I don't know if I give her that much credit. <laughs> But that, I think that is a good tactic, yeah, of just, like, I'm going to sing my last note and immediately start a sentence that I know people will agree with. <laughs> Nobody remembers what I just did. Um, I wonder, though, because it does seem like she thinks she did a really good job, but, I, but also that's just, like, performer 101, right? Is like, don't let the audience know that you fucked up. Maybe she, so maybe, yeah, maybe she had a little bit more of a handle on the situation than we think she did. <laughs> Fergie, the ultimate performer. <laughs> the ultimate, she's smarter than all of us. Um, what I did want to mention is how this is related to Jan, the drag queen. Oh, yes, please, yeah, yes. Um, so her actual entrance line to season 12, I believe, was, let's play some basketball. Yes. And do you know why that is? As a Fergie, right? Yes. Yes. But also what I believe and what I think actually is she, a couple of years ago, she posted this video on her Instagram of her at a club, at a gig, doing a lip sync to a remix of Fergie's Star Spangled Banner. And it is so good. I had it saved on my Instagram for years and I went... I went to show it to my fiance when I saw that Jan was going to be on Drag Race. I went to find it because I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because it's like, it's um, it's a remix of Fergie's national anthem. And then there's also parts of Whitney's national anthem. And I think I've seen this video. I it is so great. It's so great. But she deleted it off her Instagram when she got on drag race because the girls all do that they kind of like rebrand their instas and so i couldn't find it for the longest time and then when i was googling this the video that we're talking about like a couple days ago i was like let me just see if it's on youtube so i googled jan sport fergie national anthem remix and the whole thing is on youtube and it is oh my god it's you have to watch it it's like freaking brilliant it's so funny well, you know what I watched the night that um, when when you suggested this, I was just like, oh, my God. And I went into our living room and my roommate was in there and I was like, listen, this is the topic that is going to be on um, on a podcast. So let's watch it. And then let's watch afterwards Maya Rudolph's sketch from <laughs> SNL sings the national anthem. Give a little boo. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which one do you think is better vocally? <laughs> Truly vocally, it's Maya. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> she did, it sounds stupid, but it's not like wrong notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Twonk. god. But then one time she's like, or something, she's like, <laughs> she's so funny. Oh my God. But I also liken this moment to, I do think that this is in the same realm of Ashley Simpson on SNL. Uh-huh. When, <laughs> when she does that little like skip, skip, jump, and then just is like, bye, I gotta go. What song was that 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 was, uh, what's it? Was, I mean, she only had like three songs. What, um, was it Pieces of Me? Was that the song that I was going to play? Me, I think. Monday, I was fading. On a Tuesday, I was fading. But when I, I know all the words, sadly. <laughs> I mean, it's a good song. <laughs> okay, real talk, though. She had a couple good songs. Oh, you yeah. know, you make me want to la la. Look at it on the floor. She had some good songs on that album. But that is like one of those moments. It's yeah. it's one of the five moments that you can't control. And you're like, oh, and it's also, it's so fortunate that, that, that Fergie happened in such a social media age. Because oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, we all got to see it. Yeah, and like, I feel Ashley like... Ashley Simpson was like still a little like pre- Yeah, it was like... Right? Yeah, it was like early 2000s i think mm-hmm. or something like that and it wasn't it, social media didn't dominate um yeah. our lives much obviously then but like yeah and it makes me wonder is there is there a possibility that this could have just happened and nobody would confirm that it was crazy you know what i mean like could you she mean, have like- and like we couldn't all connect about it. <laughs> right. So you mean like if it hadn't gone like viral on Twitter and Facebook and stuff, would it still have been something that people were like, that was a moment for all of us. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, the the sad thing about Fergie's performance is that it, it was so bad that I feel like it was like on the news, you know, I feel like yeah. news outlets were writing about it, not just like people on Twitter, you know? Um, because it was just like so egregious <laughs> and just like so obviously funny. Like it, it is just funny. It is comedy. Okay. It is just a comedic moment. Um, so I feel like it really got like swept up in all medias, social media, news media, print media. I don't know. <laughs> it was just yeah. like everybody had to talk about it. Cause it, um, cause similarly, everybody talked about uh, in the, 90s i think in the early 90s remember when roseanne barr sang the national anthem and it like went like haywire i feel like it was so bad right (laughs) yeah but she was there were people that were pissed because it was like uh because again for some odd reason we're very particular about this one song and Mm -hmm. how it's supposed to go and how you're supposed to react to it right People were like, oh, she's disrespecting America and she's disrespecting everything about it. And now mm-hmm. she's like a QAnon crazy. So <laughs> now they're like, she's a patriot. Mm, how the tables have turned. <laughs> Interesting, right? <laughs> but I, yeah, it's, 
it's oddly like a news thing when mm-hmm. somebody's really bad at the song. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it is just because it's like, this is a piece of America. It's a piece of American history and like culture. And um, like, it's just part of our daily lives and our events that it's like when someone does it badly. And that's the other unfair thing is there's so much pressure on that person that sings the national anthem. It's really, I mean, we're like shitting on Fergie, but like she had a hard job. She really did. She really, really did. Because I, like, even like when I would sing the national anthem before my like fifth grade basketball game, I would be like, oh my God, I hope I don't forget the words. How embarrassing. Everybody knows this freaking song. So like, no matter where you're singing it or who you are, it's such like a, it's such a burden to bear to be the national anthem singer. So it is hard. And then to do it so badly that it's like fucking CNN is talking about it. It's like. It's just unfortunate that she had to sing it in the year 2018 as opposed to the year 2005, you know? And we could have just let it go. We could have but... just let it go, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is, was, it is bad for her. I was just about to ask you, mm-hmm. have you ever sung the national anthem at any sporting event or any event period? Yes, yes. I sang it a lot in middle school when... Um, at. Like I said, before my basketball games, I was always the national anthem singer um, because I was just like, I went to a small Catholic school and I was like one of five people that could sing and then one of three people that actually would sing in front of people. So I was always like corralled into singing the national anthem before I played basketball, which is like, <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's so much more pressure. Cause now I'm going to be playing basketball and everyone's going to be like, there's the girl that's saying that she's there running. <laughs> my best friend growing up, she worked the same way. She played basketball all through, all through middle school and high school. And she has a gorgeous voice and they would always make her sing the national anthem. And what's funny and is she- play, It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Pull on like a jersey and like like, a headband and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, say!" Can you imagine if Fergie sang and then had to play? (laughs) Like she's in her jersey. That would make sense of why she said, "Let's play some basketball," because she's about to play (laughs) basketball. (laughs) What if she had a drag race reveal of like into a? Let's play, basketball. Let's play some basketball. Tears off her dress, has a full uniform, takes off her wig, and it's her hair in a ponytail. Like, yeah, she, that would be fun. She immediately shablams like on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James is like, "What game is this?" Like, I'm just here for a paycheck. Yeah, I'm just here to laugh at Fergie. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah that's like have you ever sang the national anthem before I, event? i'm sure you have yes yeah well so i um famously am a i was a choir kid all through mm-hmm. uh my sixth grade in middle school my sixth grade choir was um 17 18 girls and me and i was the only boy <laughs> into choir and like mm-hmm. there's uh, there's quite a photo of the choir where it's just all these girls and then I'm in the center. 
and you have a vest. <laughs> Boys yes, always exactly. wear vests. <laughs> but so there was one time where in high school, I think we performed, we used to perform before it was either uh, the Indiana Pacers games or um, in <laughs> Indianapolis Fever, like the mm. WNBA. So, uh, so I did a couple of times with like a choir. I've never done it on my own because oh. I hate it. <laughs> like I hate yeah. the thought. But mm-hmm. I had like a solo in one time that we did it, and a solo in the national anthem. Yeah, it was like how it was arranged and stuff. So I had a solo there, but I was like, "Good, <laughs> like, I, was like, I hate this. This is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed because <laughs> it is, especially like in like a huge arena, like." Uh, the field house in Indianapolis. I mean, it's just like, you're just a child, like standing on a court and it's just yeah. like, that is so scary. Totally. <laughs> and you're in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded by patriots. Uh, that's actually pressure. I was just in Las Vegas, like in a church freaking basketball court where people were like, oh my God, is this over? Like that's that's more pressure where you were because it was like an actual event. Uh, I forgot you were from Indiana. Oh yeah. My, my fiance is also from Indiana. I feel like you guys yes. spoke about that yeah. when you met him. Like you're yeah. in nearby towns or something? Or Something. Well, so he's from the Indianapolis area, right? Or Yeah, he's from Carmel. Oh, yes. I think this is what we talked about because Carmel is famously like, oh, you're from Carmel. You know, <laughs> like you're rich, you're fancy. <laughs> Look at you. And I'm from Franklin, Indiana. <laughs> Franklin, Indiana. <laughs> it's just um, not Carmel. Uh, it's, it's a cute city. It's just, it's not, um, it's just, I'm glad to be not. To be not. <laughs> Oh, I totally understand that. Yeah. I totally feel that. Yeah. I, but I never performed, like, I never did it before, like, um, sp- like high school sporting events mm-hmm. or anything. But that's just, that's my history. <laughs> we all have a history with the Star Spangled Banner. I think we do. I think everyone, everyone has a story about it, about yeah. their experience with the national anthem or like, one time they saw someone who forgot the words. I feel like that's the number one thing that happens is that someone yeah. forgets the words of the national yeah. anthem, which is so embarrassing. So it's embarrassing. The, it's so embarrassing, but also like, then you look at that person and you go, do it right now. <laughs> like, you give me all the lyrics. You, do <laughs> yeah. you know, go ahead. Sing me the national anthem. Didn't it Christina Aguilera mess them up at the Super Bowl one year or something? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Again, see that it's like, I so just don't care about the national anthem, but it's like, I don't remember any time anyone does it except for Fergie and Whitney Houston. Those are the only national anthems that live in my mind rent free as the, as the kids say. (laughs) So (laughs) so those are like, it's really, really good and really, really bad. Everything else. I'm like, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's such a good point. It's either you remember it for being really, really good mm-hmm. or really, really bad. Is yes. there anybody else who did it really, really good that you like? I honestly, I really can't remember. I know Beyonce sang it at 
Obama's was, inauguration. Yeah, that so. was probably good. Disney's <laughs> 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 child probably did an arrangement of it that was probably good. Um, I feel like everyone, every singer has probably sang it. Pink probably sang it. Kelly Clarkson probably sang it. It was good. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I always enjoy events where, um, so uh, <laughs> WrestleMania every year, they mm-hmm. sing America the Beautiful before. Oh. So in one year, they had Aretha Franklin do it. And it was insanely wonderful. <laughs> like, wow. Truly. truly. Why, do they, why do they do that instead of the national anthem? Because they're I just like, we don't care. I think they've I think they've started to do the national anthem, but I think um it's just it's it's just a prettier song. <laughs> and it's like I, now I'm like, how does that go? I was like, oh say that's not it. <laughs> that is America oh, the beautiful beautiful for stations, guys. Right. Or, yes, yeah. I think okay. I think it just uh was a prettier song. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I agree. It's a little more like of like a better picture that it paints like of America. Like the Star Spangled Banner, I feel is like, we went to war and we <laughs> threw the war and the flag was there and we're free. And America the Beautiful is a little more like uh, Purple Mountain's Majesty and like <laughs> the grains and we live in a beautiful place and it's called America. <laughs> it's a little it's a little like softer, a little nicer. It's a little more focused on like the geology. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like National Geographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I love it. Is there anything else about this uh, performance that you have to you have to talk about? Like, what about yes. this whole thing? <laughs> Bay in a row, yeah, yeah. Hey. How did we forget? How can we not talk about that? Banner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 That is the, like, the syllabic breakdown, if you will, of what she said. It's just like, it's, I mean, how are you as the singer singing that and thinking it is sounding good? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's not even close to right. Yeah. Yes. It's, it is insane and the way of like adding letters to the beginning of the (laughs) syllables like i'm like what that's not that's not good you know that's not good (laughs) fergie fergie no and that's uh, the other thing that i keep coming back to is like it was Fergie. Fergie did this to us. And she's right. not even like an A-list pop star. No, we all <laughs> we all sat and took it when Lady Gaga couldn't stop singing with Tony Bennett. Like we all like uh-huh. <laughs> that and when she did her Vegas show that was like specifically just like jazzy standards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like we were all like, okay, you have fun. Like this is fine. But like yeah. Make sure to like drop a pride anthem for us. <laughs> <laughs> come back to reality. You're living in your fantasy land. You can have it for a minute, but come back to what we need and want here. And so I'm wondering, was this a reinvention for herself? Like, did she think that this was gonna like this Put her was on her the map? Yeah, or like 
this was going to be her new, like how Madonna always mm. kind of reinvents herself and how Gaga does. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she thought, this is my jazz period, you know? Well, as a follow-up question to that, what has Fergie done since that moment? I could I, not tell you. I don't I, know. I don't know either. I, aren't there rumors that like the Black Eyed Peas are getting back together or something? I wonder. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I haven't heard that. <laughs> but That's she. Weird. Yeah, what has she done? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's why I'm like it can't. Like, was if she was trying to use that as a jumping off point. Where did she go from there? Because I don't yeah. know anything about like what she's done between February 2018 and today, January 2021. That's almost three years. I have no idea what she's been doing, who she, she's talking to, what, where she's going. I don't know anything. She did have a bop that was introduced to me by our mutual friend, Derek Van Barham, mm-hmm. <laughs> called Milk Money. And <gasps> It was the music video is a lot of fun, but it's like about um, it's basically just being like a woman, like a woman after even having like children and stuff can still be as sexy and beautiful as, you know, Fergie or like there was like, I think Chrissy Teigen was in the video. I think Kim Kardashian's in there. Like it's like random, uh, random cameos uh, Mm -hmm. that like, it's all about like, owning your sexuality still post like post a certain age. And so it was kind of cool, but it was also like, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's so dumb. <laughs> is, is she uh, a mom? Does she have kids? I think she does. Doesn't she? I'm thinking, I'm thinking she <laughs> did. I don't she know anything about her with, private life. <laughs> uh, I know that she was with Josh Dumel forever. Do you, do you know who Josh Dumel is? I know that name. I think he has brown hair. And that's, like, <laughs> that's as much of his face as I can like, but I do know that name. I do know that is a famous person who is an actor. <laughs> he was in like the Transformer films and like uh-huh. that was it. What else? He was in some rom-coms or whatever, but I know that that was a big thing that they were together hmm. for a while. And I don't know if they had a kid or not, or if she had a kid post him, but I feel like she does. She has mom energy. I guess. I guess what I'm getting at is like, I feel like that was the last time Fergie was in the public eye was oh, the uh, yeah. national anthem, and since then maybe she's taken a, a back seat to have more of like a private life. Um, and you know what? That's good for her. Good, <laughs> good for Fergie. I will say she looks slamming hot. Oh, she's stunning. She looks, her hair looks so good uh, at, do you, at this time. It looks very, very good. Did you ever see Nine? I did. Movie? She was great in that. She was so good in that. And she looked, and she's just gorgeous in it. Oh, she's yeah. unreal. And so it just like, it almost makes it even better. <laughs> she had such a transformation. But that's the thing. The part that she played in Nine wasn't like a singer-singer role. No. Right? It's it's more like you can know, the vibe, the energy. It's a little more like low. You can sell it. Like, yeah, it's just a song it. that you like. Just you know it. what? Fergie really sells this national anthem. She sells it. 
whether you buy it or not like that's on you but like she definitely sells it she's selling it she is she is think she is presenting it as if it is whitney houston caliber yes. which you know good i'll give her points for that like you gotta sell it even if you think you don't have it but boy oh boy it's, it's just a crazy crazy moment it's just so crazy it's so crazy oh my god (laughs) who can we think of now who has the potential to deliver a horrible national anthem like who's now that could just give us a bad one you mean like a a, a pop star yeah a current pop star oh boy (laughs) I well here I don't know any pop stars (laughs) I know Beyonce and I know Lady Gaga. I know Taylor Swift, but I don't know any other ones. <laughs> Has Taylor done it? Has Taylor done it anywhere? I wonder. Hmm. I bet she has, but I bet it was just like really like acoustic guitar yeah. Taylor. But that's the thing about you can put this song in any key you want. You just got to yeah. find it it's good for your voice and i think fergie just didn't pick the exactly right key she wanted all the keys that was that's that's the thing she really went into but like i feel like taylor could do a good job if she picked the right key you know um which was fergie's first mistake is just wrong key but i don't know i'm trying i thought the question you were asking was like who who would This is not even close to what you were asking, but it's what my mind thought was happening. In the I'm excited. I'm excited. Who, who would play Fergie in a recreation? <laughs> that's, my, that's now my question. Who would play Fergie in a and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know why that's what I thought, but I was like, you mean like people we know or like celebrity, like actors? Um <laughs> And to that, I would have to say Simone from Drag Race. <laughs> I agree. I. <laughs> She's the only one that could do it justice. <laughs> Just doing her neck thing that she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she already has the insane dialect. She can totally. Yeah. <laughs> And just mess up all the vowels. Oh, I I think some little TikTok star would be like somebody who would was who's the driver's license girl right now? Have you heard about this? I don't this? even know that song. I've heard about it and I'm like, I gotta list I wrote it down. I was like, listen to driver's license. Um, and I haven't yet. But I know that it's like it's like sweeping the internet, whatever it is. So yeah. I know I have to listen to it, but yeah, or maybe new queer icon Jojo Siwa. yeah i would like to see that yeah especially because she has kind of like a hard time saying her r's and so isn't she like australian or something (laughs) i don't know she should do the next one the next national anthem someone book her for whatever sport is live i don't know i would to pull it back to drag race i would love to see uh coco montrese sing the national anthem. <laughs> i hate the world today 
And that's okay. Yeah. Any girls, J. Jolie. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So bad. (laughs) Where my people at? (laughs) That would actually be good. Yeah. And Mike recently watched that season because he had never seen it before. Yeah. Uh, And he just thought that was the funniest thing. The where my people at. And I was like, now you know. Now you know. (laughs) Where my people at is very, let's play some basketball energy. Yes. You know what? Roxy Andrews has some definite Fergie energy. You know what? Fergie energy for sure. Fergie would absolutely do, uh, uh, my name is Roxy Andrews and I'm here to make it clear. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. I've got the show. Yeah. Oh my God, we have stumbled upon it. That is it. Roxy Andrews is Fergie. Fergie is Roxy Andrews. Oh wow. Oh, she mm-hmm. should. She should work that into an act or something because that would be my chef's kiss. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, Where my uh, people at? <laughs> yeah she needs to make that into a remix for her next gig lip sync the shit out of it although you do I, listeners readers viewers you do all have to watch jan sports fergie national anthem remix because it is it is so so funny she like does the she does it she does Fergie's version up until a point, and then I forget what note she gets to, but then she um, mixes in that that video of that little girl trying to sing that Whitney Houston. Oh. She's like, <laughs> she mixes that in with the Fergie, oh and God. then and then turns it into a remix of the never yeah yeah never yeah yeah like just over and over again and she's like dancing and turning it out oh my god it's you guys you have to watch it you it was when i fell in love with jan because i was like oh she's a comedy girl too okay i get it um so you really you do have to watch it you do it's required viewing (laughs) <laughs> love that. that I agree. I totally agree. I can't wait to revisit it because I do think I've seen it. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's ages since I've rewatched it. So I'm excited to watch again. Yes. Um, um, yeah. Any other thoughts about this performance? Tell me what else you have written down or did you cover it? Let me see. Um, we did, we did the big, oh, the, oh, say, which is just like such. Oh, the growl too. (laughs) Really not good. Um, one thing uh, just as like a singer is just, it's so hard to watch someone sing in a way where, you know, it's hurting them. And that's what she's really, that's what she's really doing. This whole, what feels like 10 minutes of the national anthem is it's just like, she's hurting herself and she's breathing so erratically. And it's like, I don't know, maybe she was nervous or, or maybe that's just how she practiced it. But it's just like, Oh boy, who is, who is her voice teacher? And like, why didn't they go through this with her? 
because it's just her breathing, her vowels, her like jaw. Yeah, and there's a lot of tension. You just oh, feel gosh, the tension. Very tense, yeah. And like in her neck, you just can feel her cords be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I wrote down here um, the first part where that's like, ow, where you see that is. So she does, oh, say, and the ram parts. Oh, we yes. It's like, it's, she like sucks it into her own mouth. It's like, ow, Bernie, you gotta let it out, not go in. <laughs> to me, that ramparts is like the moment you're like, "Oh no, we're we're going down, and we're yeah. going down fast." <laughs> yes, that, yes, that is the moment that it's like the signal is, "Uh oh, she is not in control of this airplane. We are going to crash and burn." Pull up! Pull up! <laughs> <laughs> hurry! Hurry! Oh yeah, but that—that's like the first. I mean. The thing that really should have been like cut the cameras, stop was the intro of the soft drums because that is really just yeah. like nobody could find their starting note with that. Nobody could, you know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like beat poetry when it first started. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> it's a nice little, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, I think we really got through all the things but just I don't know why she did it but I'm glad that she did <laughs> I I like it's just so I, it's almost indescribable the feeling it gives you when you watch that all over mm-hmm. again because you're just like why is something so bad giving me so much joy <laughs> like yeah why? Why is something that is really, really terrible just like making me happy? happy. (laughs) I think part of it is like, especially a famous person seeing a famous person like embarrass themselves like that is kind of just like, oh, good. Like, this can happen to anyone. Like, I get embarrassed all the time. Every day I do something that I think was stupid. And like, here's Fergie and she's doing something really stupid and everyone knows it. It's almost like she's just they're stars. They're just like us. Like it's almost that kind of thing of like, good. Like nothing is perfect all the time. <laughs> it's almost like relief. <laughs> You're no better than me for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's almost just like, oh, good. Like, celebrities singers like nobody is perfect and we're getting to see that I know. you know that's a good point that's it's level paint playing ground like you're like yeah. okay cool i i delight in this because now i'm like okay i'm not so bad <laughs> yeah oh totally and i mean like that's kind of like that whole like schadenfreude thing but oh, i think sure. it's a- I think it's a different level than that because it is someone who's famous and who is like their mistakes are hidden from us. You know, like we never see like fucking, I don't know, Nicole Kidman do something stupid. Like her private life is separate from ours. You know, we don't see her in the way that we see people we know or even ourselves. And so then when Fergie does something really, really embarrassing and really bad, that's just so funny and everybody knows about it. It's just like, Oh, cool. Like, <laughs> I have access to something about you now. It's not perfect. I also think it's just wild that we have a celebrity in the world named Fergie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fergie. 
But wait, isn't that a nickname of somebody else? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, like uh, one of the royals. Like one of the uh, royals' name is. Yeah, she's she's like, isn't she? She it's in it's in the UK. It's like it somebody one of the, yes, it's one of the royals for sure. Their nickname is Fergie, which is like, hmm, hmm. Fergie and Fergie, like they have that in common, I guess. How like, do we have two people in this world that go by that? That's enough. Nobody else. Anyone listening, please do not adopt the nickname Fergie. (laughs) No, we're done with it. We can retire. (laughs) You know, my first, uh, my first memory of Stacey Ferguson, uh, Fergie is when she was on a little show on Disney channel called kids incorporated. Have you ever heard about this? No. Oh, what is it? Like mouse club? Yes, it was about this, like kids that sang and performed at this theater constantly, and like would sell out to these concerts and stuff. It was like Mickey Mouse Club kind of thing. But she was on it. Jennifer Love Hewitt was on it. It's like I've I never know. heard of this. And if you YouTube it, it is wild. But she is like she was like a baby when she did it. She was like a child. But mm-hmm. and so my mind was blown. <laughs> when she became famous with like black eyed black eyed peas and everything. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, Oh, she was on that show, Kids Incorporated. And I was like, I watched every episode when I was a child. <laughs> I know Stacey Ferguson. <laughs> How do I know that name? Kids Incorporated. <laughs> Wow, that's so crazy. I didn't know she was like a little bit of a like child star. Disney. Disney. A Disney kid. I didn't know. She oh. was Miley before Miley was Miley. <laughs> oh, Miley wishes. Do you think we'll get a bad national anthem from Miley Cyrus? I feel like we will. <laughs> I think we have to. I think yeah. we're um yeah, I think we're about due for a bad national anthem. <laughs> I think Miley's the right person to do it. (laughs) My favorite is like when a star, like when a pop starlet like Fergie has to do it and they forget that they're terrible addiction. (laughs) And they can't add in their little like things that they usually do, their crutches, you know, or else it just sounds insane. Uh, that is totally, I think, what happened here as well is like she has these crutches and like these affectations that she uses in her singing that just don't translate to something as old timey and boring as the national anthem. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Like she has that kind of like fake sexy sound that's just yeah. like all kind of like really mid range. Yeah. And then to like try and apply that to something that's all over the place and like, was written in like the fucking I don't know seventeen twenties I don't know when that song was written, but I'm sure they never thought anyone named Fergie would sing it. So like, no. doesn't translate to it. Francis Scott Key absolutely knew that Fergie <laughs> was going to sing the national anthem. He was like, as he's writing, he was like, "What if I say Beyonce?" <laughs> hey. 
one day there will be two Fergies in the world and one of them will sing this. I'll let you decide which one. Dot, 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 XOXO, Francis Gucky. He like does his quill, his pen. Yeah. He's like, I this song and just like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they won't they won't tell you this, but that was actually a footnote in the original um little piece of music paper <laughs> that he wrote <laughs> banner on. Um whatever that's called. Sheet music. That's <laughs> we really have been away from singing for a while. <laughs> yeah, the papers that's got the note on it for me to sing. <laughs> the sheet music. Uh, as a challenge for us, we should all have to sing the national anthem to like jar us back to perform. Before you start your next 32 bar cut, you also have to sing the national anthem. And you have to get all the words right, and then you can move on. Could you imagine audition for the national anthem? Like having to sit behind a table and hear it over and over again? Yeah. Oh my god, that's um, probably how Fergie got the job. Is they were like, We don't want to for this, just give it to Fergie, she'll do it. <laughs> just give it to Fergie. We don't want to listen to any tapes, see any videos. We don't just give it to Fergie. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that is, yes, I feel like that's how she got the job, is nobody else was available. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, We just I don't care who sings it, just give it to Fergie. Oh, well, let's go ahead and add. This performance of the national anthem by oh. Fergie Stacy Ferguson into our book of gags. Let's play basketball. Let's play some basketball. <laughs> that is mom energy. <laughs> big, big Roxy Andrews mom energy. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, well, let's wrap up with our gags of the week. So, my gag of the week actually is a kind of a, a shout out, if you will. Um, earlier today, at the time of this recording, we lost, unfortunately, Cloris Leachman, who is truly an icon, and I'm sure a future gag down the line in one of her many, many performances, my personal favorite, of course, being Frambuca. What's that from? <laughs> it's from uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, God, I yes, yes. Okay. For it being Frambuca, nay, because there was always a <laughs> lightning crash from Young Frankenstein. She was... It's such an incredible comedic performance. And the fact that she was 94, I think, when, as of today, when she passed, like, yeah. 94. And she was still, like, working. She would mm-hmm. still do stuff, which is crazy. I, people, when I get 84, nobody ever talked to me again. <laughs> Everybody leave me alone. I'm just going to sit here and feed my birds. <laughs> Oh, yeah, ninety-four. Like she, she really was dedicated to. She, she was incredible. Do you have, do you have a Cloris Leachman performance uh, that you know of or that you you um, love? The first one that comes to mind is when she was um, in a fake movie on The Office. 
I don't know if you're, yes. if you're remembering the episode. There, it, I forget what the movie is called, but it's Jack Black and Cloris Leachman, and it's like a like a romance thing. And Pam and Jim and Andy are watching it throughout the course of this episode. Um, so that's that's what I know her most fondly from. It's very very funny. the tiny like it's like they're featured in the episode maybe like three different times, and it's very funny. Yeah, I know that people love her from uh, a little-known film called Double Double Toil and Trouble, starring the Olsen <laughs> twins. Oh my god, she was in that? I'm pretty sure she was in that one. I'm trying to remember. Or wow. Was she in the Christmas one? She was in uh, Olsen Twins. Yeah, and she was in an Olsen twin movie. <laughs> That's all wow. I but Aww. I also loved her from um, from Mary Tyler Moore show, which I, I love the Mary Tyler Moore show. I used to watch it with my mom. And uh, yeah, she just like the epitome of just like a funny, funny woman. And just like mm-hmm. another person who just like crashed through glass ceilings. Of yeah. Being like so, so funny and like fearless with everything she did. Ugh. And I just, I just love an actor who will just do like whatever it is that's interesting to them. Like the things we yeah. just mentioned that she did, uh, Young Frankenstein, this teeny tiny part on The Office that was a fake movie, yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley, and then of course Mary. Like those four things are so different. And like to yeah. have an actor that's like, yeah, I'll go do a musical and then I'll also like be in a kids movie, like whatever. Yeah. Like that's that's great. Another great use of her, if anybody wants to add it to their revisits list of her. Um, do you remember the TV sitcom uh, Raising Hope with Martha Plimpton? Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, Cloris Leachman plays the grandmother on that show. And uh-huh. it's so good. <laughs> yeah. That was a great show just in general. I really loved it. But she was so funny. She's mm-hmm. so funny on it. Definitely. Yeah recommend but Cloris Leachman is my gag of the week I God bless rest in power all of the above (laughs) Caitlin what is your gag of the week my gag of the week is actually something I had for dinner last night my friend Nick Drusbanski makes pierogies and he sells them and will deliver them to you and they were really very good they were Uh. like potato and cheese and they had little I think it was like dill in there it was very good very easy to make um I believe it is called the bare naked pole is his like company name yeah Uh, and they were so so good I I am usually not a fan of like mashed potato consistency Uh uh-huh but um these were very very yummy highly recommend to all our friends out there oh Mm -hmm. I love a pierogi it's like it almost to me feels like a white trash ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it no, is. I know it's Polish. I know it's Polish and everything, but it does feel like something that like your mom created. <laughs> yeah, it's just like really like cozy food. Like it was yes. so good to eat it yesterday. It was all snowy outside and really cold, and I just had these warm little pockets of potatoes, and it was. Really, really good. Highly recommend. Look him up on Instagram and order from him because they're really, really yummy. Well, our listeners, um, they might be hearing Nick very soon. So. <gasps> I knew it. I knew, knew it. it. <laughs> 
I yes, I was like, it's like you and then him, and I was like, mm. so, <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> no, uh, that is so good. The the genius of wrapping potato starch mm-hmm. in pasta, like <laughs> God bless, yeah, God, God bless the Polish. Put a carb inside a carb. There you go. <laughs> Put some cheese in there. It, couldn't be yeah, better. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a Let. great choice. Pierogies. Okay, <laughs> Caitlin, this has been a blast. I, I, my face hurts from laughing <laughs> because that just this gag really. Yeah. It's like ideal. Like this. The thing like, about this yeah. gag is like I. You know, I think I'm like a funny, regular person. I'm not a comedian. I'm not a comedian by any means. Like, I would never get on stage and talk about know. this. But this event is like something the guy from your office could talk about for like 10 minutes. Like, it yeah. is such a, like, everyone could talk about this event because it's just, it has so much to give. You don't have to be like a funny, interesting person to have an opinion about this, um, which is why I chose it. Cause I was like, I could talk about that for an hour. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's, just, it's just such a, a crazy event that it's just, there's so many things to dissect and talk about. Yeah. So I'm glad that I got to chat about it with you. I love it. It's so good. And you're so right. It is maybe, maybe in some way, Fergie did unify us mm-hmm. in making fun of her. The great equalizer. The great equalizer. Readers, listeners, viewers, hot <laughs> for you. This is this would be a great icebreaker question for your next Zoom meeting. Oh. Just have everyone give their thoughts on this video it would be a great way to unite the team at a great team building exercise so please take that and run with it oh guess what i'm gonna do next yeah. week. <laughs> you better yeah. believe i'm asking that oh my god caitlin is there anything like where can people follow you find you on mm, yeah. instagram or whatever yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me. I'm also on Twitter. I think my handles for both of those are at Kiki Serza. So if you want to follow me, you can request to do that because she is a secret bitch, honey. Okay? <laughs> Everything is private. So you can request to follow Good me call. and I'll probably approve it. Um, as far as anything else, I'm not doing anything else. Just sitting in my apartment. I will take this moment to plug my fiance's podcast because he yes. has a podcast. Absolutely. Um, and I think probably you guys probably have a lot of like crossover um, listeners. Yeah. His podcast is called How Star Wars Is It? Um, you can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts and stuff. And him and his co host, they take a topic each week and then grade it on a scale of how Star Wars that thing is. So they've graded like all kinds of stuff, all kinds of different movies, like events, food. Um, moments in time, they will rate anything on a scale of one to 10 of how Star Wars is. So it's very silly, very fun. And you don't have to be a Star Wars person to listen to it. I'm not a Star Wars person. And I've been a guest on that podcast. Three times. So, so, you know, give it a listen if you want to listen to something fun. I'm absolutely obsessed with that concept. I think that is so, so genius. I, yes, how Star Wars is anything definitely there's some crossover (laughs) totally yeah oh i love this caitlin thank you so much for being here and 
just sharing this moment with me. So thank you so much. And to everyone else, hey, keep on gagging. (laughs) An Absolute Gag is produced and edited by me. Cover art provided by Grace Greenwood at 1310 Studios. Follow her on Instagram at 1310studios or visit their website at www.1310studios.com. Music provided by Vivera. Find them on Spotify and iTunes. Rate and subscribe to the podcast on all podcatcher apps, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at an absolute gag pod. Thanks for listening. Now pump it, queens. 